Hello, I'm Apostle Maria Brown, co-founder of Empowerment Prayer Outreach Ministry, and you're listening to Waging War and Winning. God bless you, saints of God. Listen, it's always an honor and a privilege to hold kingdom teachings and to touch and agree in prayer with you. Saints of God, you know how we do it each and every week. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad. And I decree and declare that no weapon formed against you will be able to prosper. And every tongue that rises up, we condemn it today in Jesus' name. We shut down every lion's mouth and every boisterous voice of the enemy that will try to come and oppose fear, intimidations, worries, woes, doubt, fear, in your life, in Jesus' name, I decree and declare that you will walk in victory, that you will walk in holy boldness and holy confidence that he who has begun a great work in you will continue to perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Hold on to your faith, beloved. Listen, don't you give up. Don't throw in the towel. Don't get weary and well-doing. Keep the faith Hold on to God's unchanging hand. Hold on to the promises that he has spoken over your life. The things that you know God has told you. I don't care if they have not manifested or came to fruition. You better believe, beloved, that God has a great plan in store for you. Jeremiah 29, 11 promises that. The thoughts that God has for us affirms us that the thoughts that he has towards us is never evil, but always of peace. I decree and declare the shalom peace means that you're whole, beloved. Every area of your life that may seems to be separated or divided or disjointed, disunified, your peace of mind. I decree wholeness in your mind, stability in your mind, stability in your finances, stability in your relationships, stability within your ministry, your leader, stability into those, your realm of influence and those that God has graced to follow you in the name of Jesus You better believe it, beloved, that God has a great plan in store for you. Amen. Listen, I got some good conversations, a teaching I want to share with you briefly today before I pray out. Listen, I want to admonish you and also invite you out. You have my personal invitation. If I would love to meet you face to face. We're having a stern of the intercessors gathering it's going to be this month this is the month of july it's going to be on july the 30th at uh 7 p.m at breaking bondage ministries church in duncanville texas it's going to be at 202 south center street listen saints of god i am personally inviting you out this is going to be a time of stirring up every intercessor stirring up the body of christ the believer to believe god for supernatural blessings a supernatural move in your life you don't want to sit back on this one saints of god let me tell you i am praying 
believing God, prophesying a mighty move of God in the place. And you want to be there. Bring yourself out, bring your loved ones out, bring your friends out and come on in this place and don't let nothing stop you from getting into the presence of the Lord and receiving all that God has for you. Again, it's going to be July the 30th at 7 PM. That's a Saturday night. It's going to be at breaking bondage ministries, church, 202 Center Road in Duncanville, Texas. I want to see you in the place. Listen, I'm going to be praying for you, bombarding heaven for you. This is going to be a mighty move of God. If you are an intercessor, if you're part of a prayer ministry, you don't have to have a prayer ministry. You're just a believer because the Bible tells us as Thessalonians that we all should pray all make supplication and intercession for princes and kings and all people. That commission, beloved, is for every believer. So come on out and get stirred in your spirit. You've been gone through some things over these last three years. You got a little bit sidetracked and a little bit discouraged. Come on and get stirred up in your spirit. I want to I wanna be able to impart into you so you can lay hands on yourself and lay hands on your loved ones and see them recovered. See them delivered. Deliverance begins at the house of God. That is our part and that is our portion. Come on out. I want I personally invite you. I love to see your face in the place. Now, God be to glory. Now, today, briefly, I want to talk to you about forgiveness, forgiveness. And I know this is a hot t- topic and it's been a little touchy, touchy subject for us and as people, because in life we go through so many things. We incur trauma. We have to face drama. And sometimes in life, you just like, listen, I don't want no more part of this. And I totally get it. Trust me, just because we're spiritual leaders, that does not exclude, exclude us from going through adversity, people stabbing us in the back, people hurting us, hurting our children, people, you know, taking things from us and then have the audacity to turn around and pose to be a victim of what they have done. So, but I get it, but there is a character place that God wants us to be in terms of uh, believers uh, and also as leaders, spiritual leaders, is that we don't retaliate. We don't stoop down to the enemy's level. We don't, we don't, throw, you know, passes back at people and things like that. We don't, we, we, but what we do is we follow the outline according to God's word in terms of how we deal with things. So today I want to briefly talk to you about forgiveness and, and what forgiveness literally means. And I'm going to give you the definition is letting go of sin. It is not saying that it's a self, that sin is acceptable in your life, but it's also saying that you're letting go. Now there's a two part way of forgiveness. We know that we've been educated at taught that we forgive because God has forgiven us. He has released us from the the art or the fault of sin because we have trespassed. We have committed sin, unrighteous doing, wayward ways, unrighteous beliefs, which leads to unrighteous doings. God has released those things from us. And important, and, and, and likewise, we are to release those things that people have said and done to us, although they may have been sinful, heinous, heartbreaking, 
uh, horrible, terrible acts and deeds and words. God wants us to forgive them. Now, like I mentioned earlier, that does not mean that you're in agreement with what they've done or that you're saying that what they've done is, a, is acceptable. In fact, it's unacceptable. However, forgetting, I mean, forgiveness meaning is that you're going to release them and move on and not allow bitterness and unforgiveness and resentment to harbor in your heart. Or you got to be very careful as this. Don't allow that spirit or root of bitterness to come that you start categorizing people, stereotyping people just because a group of uh, individual treated you some kind of way or did something to you that all people that comes in that group or all people that may look like them or act like them, it's going to behave like them. Let me give you an example, right? As a woman, young, you know, woman, you know, we can be in a relationship with the male and this male may cheat on us or may abuse us or may mistreat us and break our hearts, right? That doesn't mean that every male is going to do that to us, in other words. So you then, but if you don't get that unforgiveness dealt with, the next relationship that you have, you have the tendency to start bringing up what was done to you. I don't trust this individual because the last individual did this and that to me. And so that's what forgiveness does. It washes us. When we have true forgiveness, it washes away all the impurities that has set up through the trauma and the drama that has gone along with what the people has done to us. Right. And so that means to release the debt needed that was needed to pay for the sin. And we know that the wages of sin is death. Right. And, and, and so in other words, when things and when sin, when things are, are, are really, truly supposed to be paid for, it can be it can lead to death. It can be death in a relationship, death in our finances. It, it can be death in our, our peace of mind in all kinds of ways. And it can ultimately lead to death in our physical bodies because of we're bringing in harboring unforgiveness, resentment, which brings in some counselors and stress and anxiety, schizophrenia, bipolarism, our mindsets become off track and uneasy. It can bring in a, a plethora of different other types of afflictions just because we didn't get the unforgiveness and, and extend the unforgiveness as we should have so we can live, right? Colossians 3 and 12 through 13 says, put on them as God chosen ones, that's us, you and I, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, Kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, in other words, if there's an offense, if there's an offense against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you. So you also must forgive. Now you got to understand in the Bible, God from Genesis to Revelation, he always tells us to release things. He tells us to forgive because he's a forgiving God and he forgave us when we was once in trespasses of our sins. Uh, Matthew 6, 14 and 15 says, that if we don't forgive those who trespasses against us, then our heavenly Father, who also would uh, would not forgive us, you know. So we want to be forgiven. He He forgave us of our trespasses, and trespasses again is 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 a uh, violation, lawlessness, uh, acts of sin, things that has been committed against us that was in violation of a law or rules or offense. That causes us to stumble. So in other words, in order for us to walk healthy, to have a peace of mind, 
to be used by God on the level that God really wants us to be used. And I understand it hurts, beloved. I've been hurt several times, right, man? Betrayed lots of times, right? You know, denied lots of, lots of times. But one thing I have to do is say, even when my heart is so disturbed, is by faith I choose to forgive this person. Now, let me caution you here. Forgiving does not mean, that, again, that you have to keep pulling up their foolishness or even still engage in a relationship with them. There are some times that you have to count your losses and say you have to part ways. I forgive you, but you have to go to the left and then I have to go to the right. Right. This is what the apostle Paul said. When possible, as much is given to you. Try to live peacefully with all men. Now, that's the indication right there that sometimes it is not going to be possible to live peacefully with somebody. But if possible, which with as much as within you, you try to be a person of peace. You try to be a person that's going to seek joy. You try to be a person that's going to overcome sin and cover sins with love. But when you continually to be violated by the same person, you release them. You forgive them and you move on. Amen. Ephesians 4.32 says this. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ has forgave you. Now, you remember Matthews 18, 21 and 22. When the disciples was questioning, you know, uh, Jesus, how many times should we forgive? Peter was saying, how many times should we forgive? And he says seven times. And he said, no, 70 times seven. You know, if you do your math, it's 40, 90 times. He's not saying go around and start calculating up the times you need to forgive. But what he is saying is forgiveness needs to be continual. The word, I mean, the number seven means completion. Seven and ten, and, and that means completion. A, a, a conclusion to the matter is this: what seventy, seven times ten is a conclusion to the matter. Seventy times seven is a conclusion to the finalization, and so it's an infinite uh, uh, role or continuing is the word effort to continue to yield. So I'm going to stop right here. And we're going to come back on next week and we're going to continue to talk about forgiveness. But until then, listen, get your hearts and mind wrapped around forgiveness by choice. Choose to forgive those who have offended you. And I speak the peace of God over you in Jesus name. Amen.